Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Leviticus chapter 13 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Regulations about defiling skin diseases. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When anyone has a swelling or rash or a shiny spot on their skin, that may be a defiling skin disease, they must be brought to Aaron the priest but to one of his sons, who is a priest. The priest is to examine the sore in the skin, and if the hair in the sore has turned white and the sore appears to be more than skin deep, it is a defiling skin disease. When the priest examines the person, he should pronounce them ceremonially unclean. If the shiny spot on the skin is white, but does not appear to be more than skin deep, and the hair on it has not turned white, the priest is to isolate the affected person for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest is to examine them, and if he sees that the source and change has not spread in the skin. He is to isolate them for another seven days. On the seventh day, the priest is to examine them again. And if the sore has faded and has not spread on the skin, the priest should pronounce them clean. It is only a rash. They must wash the clothes. They will be clean. If the rash does spread on their skin after they have shown themselves to be priests to be pronounced clean, they must appear before the priest again. The priest is to examine that person. And if the rash has spread in the skin, he should pronounce them unclean. It is a defiling skin disease. When anyone has a defiling skin disease, they must be brought to the priest. The priest is to examine them, and if there is a white swelling in the skin that has turned the hair white, and if there is a raw flesh in the swelling, it is a chronic skin disease, and the priest should pronounce them unclean. He is not to isolate them, because they are unclean. If the disease breaks out all over their skin, and if so far the priest can see, it covers all the skin of the affected person from the head to foot. The priest is to examine them, and if the disease has covered their whole body, he should pronounce them clean. Since they have all turned white, they are clean. But whenever raw flesh appears on them, they will be unclean. When the priest sees the raw flesh, he should pronounce them unclean. If the raw flesh is unclean, they have a defiling disease. If the raw flesh changes and turns white, they must go to the priest. The priest is to examine them. If the sores have turned white, the priest should pronounce the affected person clean. Then they will be clean. When someone has a boil on their skin and it heals, and in the place where the boils was, a white swelling, a reddish white spot appears, they must present themselves to the priest. The priest is to examine it, and if it appears to be more than the skin deep, and the hair in it has turned white, the priest should pronounce the person unclean. If it is a defiling skin disease that has broken out where the boil was, but if when the priest examines it, there is no white hair in it, and it is not more than skin deep, and has faded, then the priest is to isolate them for seven days. If it is spreading in the skin, the priest should pronounce them unclean. If it is a defiling disease, but if the spot is unchanged and has not spread, it is only a scar from the boil, and the priest should pronounce them unclean. When someone has a burn on their skin, and a reddish white or white spot appears in the raw flesh or the burn, the priest is to examine the spot, and if the hair in it has turned white and it appears to be more than skin deep, it is the defiling disease that has broken out in the burn. The priest should pronounce them unclean. It is defiling skin disease. But if the priest examines it and there is no white hair in the spot, and if it's not more than skin deep and has faded, then the priest is to isolate them for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest is to examine that person, and if it's spreading in the skin, the priest should pronounce them unclean. It is the defiling skin disease. If however the spot is unchanged and has not spread in the skin, but has faded, it is a swelling from the burn, and the priest should pronounce them clean. It is only a scar from the burn. If a man or woman has a sore in their head or chin, the priest is to examine the sore, and if it appears to be more than skin deep, and the hair in it yellow and thin, the priest should pronounce them unclean. It is a defiling skin disease on the head or chin. If when 
the priest examines the sores. It does not seem to be more than skin deep, and there is no black hair in it. And the priest is to isolate the affected person for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest is to examine the sore, and if it has not spread and there is no yellow hair in it, and does not appear to be more than skin deep, then the men and women must shave themselves, except for the affected area. And the priest is to keep them isolated another seven days. On the seventh day, the priest is to examine the sore, and if it has not spread in the skin and appears to be more than skin deep, the priest should pronounce them clean. They must wash their clothes, and they will be clean. But if the sore does not spread in the skin after they are pronounced clean, the priest is to examine them, and if he finds that the sore has spread in the skin, he does not need to look for yellow hair. They are unclean. If, however, the sore is unchanged, so far as the priest can see, and if black hair has grown in it, the affected person is healed. They are clean, and the priest should pronounce them clean. When a man or woman has white spots on the skin, the priest is to examine them, and if the spots are dull white, it is a harmless rash that has broken out on the skin. They are clean. A man who has lost his hair and is bald and clean, if he has lost his hair from the front of his scalp and has a bald forehead, he is clean. But if he has a reddish-white sore on his bald head or forehead, it is a defiling disease breaking out on his head or forehead. The priest is to examine him, and if the swollen sore on his head or forehead is reddish-white, like a defiling skin disease, the man is deceased and is unclean. The priest should pronounce him unclean because of the sore on his head. Anyone with such a defiling disease must wear torn clothes, let their hair be unkempt, cover the lower part of their face, and cry out, Unclean! Unclean! As long as they have the disease, they remain unclean. They must live alone, they must live outside the camp. Regulations about defiling mold. As for any fabric that is spoiled with a defiling mold, any woolen or linen clothes, any woven or knitted material, or linen or wool, any leather or anything made of leather. If the affected area in the fabric, the leather, the woven, or the knitted material, or any leather article is greenish or reddish, it is a defiling mold and must be shown to the priest. The priest is to examine the affected area and isolate the article for seven days. On the seventh day, he is to examine it. And if the mold has spread in the fabric, the woven or knitted material, or the leather, whatever its use, it is a persistent defiling mold. The article is unclean. He must burn the fabric, the woven or native material of wool or linen or any leather article that has been spoiled because the defiling mold is persistent. The article must be burned. But if, when the priest examines it, the mold has not spread in the fabric, the woven or native material, or the leather article, he should order that the spoiled article be washed. Then he is to isolate it for another seven days. After the article has been washed, the priest is to examine it again. If the mold has not changed its appearance, even though it has not spread, it is unclean. Burn it, no matter which side of the fabric has been spoiled. If when the priest examines it, the mold has faded after the article has been washed, he is to tear the spoiled part out of the fabric, the leather or the woven or knitted material. But if it reappears in the fabric in the woven or knitted material, or in the leather article, it is a spreading mold, whatever has the mold must be burned. Any fabric woven or needed material or any leather article that has been washed and is rid of the mold must be washed again, then it will be clean. These are the regulations concerning defiling mold in woolen or linen clothing, woven or knitted material or any leather article for pronouncing them clean or unclean. This is the end of Leviticus chapter 13. So here we see a very long list of how to go about trying to figure out what is clean, what is not clean, when it has leprosy, when it doesn't have leprosy, when it has mold, when it doesn't contain mold. So this was meant for the people of Israel to be kept safe 
Uh, however, now under the new covenant and with our new medical knowledge, um, some of these practices actually in terms of cleanliness can be followed, but a lot of this uh, is really obsolete up, up, up to this point. Even though with a pandemic, we see that some of these practices like separation, di social distancing is has come back into play in order to protect the people uh, from from a mass uh, pandemic or spread of the disease. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for showing us that even back in the days of the Old Covenant, you protected the people of Israel. And today, even though a lot has changed, sometimes we see that not much has changed. And in the root cause of keeping a society healthy and protected, that some of the some of the remedies, some of the uh, rituals, and, and some of the practices are still the same. So, Father God, we thank you for this. We ask that you send the Holy Spirit to come here to protect us and to guide us. Um, we worship you and we adore you. We ask for your protection in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Leviticus chapter 13. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.